0: bells. Stand by all stations.
1: Attention! All districts, a five-alarm fire. Five bells. Move in immediately. That's it. Let's go! Let's go! fighters
2: Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a minute, we'll join Chief Cody in his office at Fire Department Headquarters, where the chief is telling Jimmy and Trudy, Tim Collins' brother and sister, about the great fire that almost wiped out the city in the old days. But before we drop in at headquarters, here's a message for you. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to Chief Cody's office at Fire Department Headquarters, where the chief is reliving for Trudy and Jimmy Collins an experience of long ago, the great fire that almost destroyed the city. As you remember, Chief Cody has just explained.
1: The big fire was a long time ago, kids. Why, my own dad was only a lieutenant then in old 3-1's hook and ladder company. And his driver... (laughs) Well, his driver was a young fellow named Tim Collins. Your father's own father. And back in those days, when the fire bells rang and all the church bells joined in to give the alarm, Tim Collins used to roll. Hang on, Lieutenant, we're coming into Main Street. You hang on to those reins, Tim. I'll hang on to myself. All right, keep that bell going. Clear the track. Give us room. Make way for three one. Yeah.
2: In the old days, Chief Cody goes on with the story. In the old days, when the city fire equipment was drawn by horses, the chief's father and Tim's grandfather were close friends. And one day, as they sat talking in the wide doorway of the fire Oh,
0: it's a heavy day, Tim.
1: I don't like this wind blowing steady all day and all night, and yet the air's heavy. Uh,
0: Yeah, there goes a neat filly, Lieutenant. Yeah,
1: not bad. Picks up her feet? Hey, (laughs) she's a dancer,
0: Tim. Uh, Had her tail docked, though. It's a proud little filly like that. They don't need a dock or (laughs) tail. Uh, Stop that. (laughs) Mr. Staples is jealous. Must have heard you talking
1: about that little room.
0: (laughs) What's the matter with you, Mr. Staples? All right, all right, I heard you. Stop it. That's a good boy. You keep quiet now. (laughs) No, he's not jealous, Lieutenant Cody. He's mad at Mr. Thomas. Huh? Yeah, last night when we rolled to that fire in Sumter's woodshed, Mr. Thomas took a nip at Mr. Staples. Huh? They haven't fixed it up yet, but...
1: They'll get over it. Yeah, the horses are sort of fretful like the rest of us. Uh, we'll It'll be all right when the wind shifts. We'll be all wrong if it doesn't soon, Tim. Marshal Baker said so last night. Oh, you have been talking with the fire marshal? Yeah, down at the Union House. Dropped in for a bite on my way home. Marshal was standing the desk as usual.
0: <laughs> as usual, unless there's an alarm. Come an alarm, the Marshal forgets mighty quick he's got a hotel to manage. Well, he's a fast man when he feels like it, the Marshal is. The first bell he hears, he's on his way to the fire the quickest way he knows how. By horse car, or the nearest rig, he can commandeer her just on a dead run. And young Johnny flying after <laughs> yes. him with the Marshal's white helmet. <laughs> well, what did he say was in the wind? Uh, the Marshal, I mean, last night over to Union House. Trouble, he says. All this new construction. The oh, town looks mighty smart, all this new building. Why, from out at the new housing plot clean through the center to where we're sitting right here. More new construction than not. Yeah, looks
1: right smart. But the marshal claims it isn't smart.
0: Claims these mansard roofs they're using aren't smart at all. Notice he put one on the union house fast enough when he saw all the new houses and the business buildings down center and the new mills out our way here. When he saw this newfangled roof was the thing, he didn't hang back much.
1: No, but now he's worried. You ever seen one of those mansard roofs close up, Tim?
0: Now, when would I ever see anything unless it was out a fire? Us boys that's only privates were cooped up here in the firehouse 24 hours a day, every day in the month except one. And my day off every month, that's when I go home and see the folks. No, I haven't
1: seen any mansard roofs. Well, Marshal oh. Baker, he says a mansard roof gives you lots more space, but there's too much flimsy woodwork just begging for a chance to burn. Now, these mansard roofs, he says, someday... They're going to burn the whole town right down to the ground, he said.
0: You, Mr. Staple, let that dog alone.
1: Here, Trixie, come here. Here, Trixie, come on.
0: (laughs) 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 Trixie, good girl. (laughs) Hey, hey, no need to watch my (laughs) Uh, feet. You, you keep out of Mr. Staple's stall, Trixie girl. He's mad at everybody. Where are you going, Trixie? There she goes, going to curl up and... Take a nap on the seat of the hook and ladder. Mm, She's kind of fretful, too. Yeah, you know, the boys say that's a sign we're going to roll when Trixie climbs up on the seat. I wish the wind would change, Tim.
1: Horses and dogs all on edge. I've kind of got the willies myself. Well, praise be the boys in the
0: firehouse here haven't got to jarring on each other yet. Oh, no? Huh? You heard what I said about time off? Us boys getting only one day off a month? No. And and then we can't even drive out into the country, not beyond the town limits? Well, now, Tim, you know there might be an emergency. Well, officers get a night off a week. L- look at you, down to the Union House, chinning with Marshal Baker last night. Well, now,
1: Tim, you're not going to join in with these malcontents and radicals, are you? And besides, it's for your own good.
0: <laughs> What's good about it? Well, now, look. Suppose you had a whole day off, say, oh, well, maybe as often as once a week. Well, I know it sounds foolish, Lieutenant Cody, but some of the boys think we ought to get even as much as that. You know
1: what would happen, Tim?
0: I get to know a little more about what's happening around town, I know that much. Yes, and you'd meet some young lady, Tim, and get to sparking.
1: First thing, you'd be pestering around, permi- asking permission to get married. Well,
0: why not? You're married.
1: Well, I'm an officer, Tim. I can afford it. Now, how are you going to support a family on private's pay? Well, well,
0: I, I oh, know... you but... wait your time till you get a commission, Tim? Oh, but, Lieutenant, some of the boys think it isn't fair. Well, oh, why, do you know that young Johnny Baker gets... Well, he's 14 years old and, and just gone to work for his father at the Union House. You know what he gets? Two dollars a day, when I heard. Well, two dollars a day, twelve dollars a week. And Johnny only works six days out of every seven, and at that, hardly ever more than ten hours a day. Well, I don't like to
1: criticize the Marshal, Tim, but it does seem like favoring his own. Oh, uh, sure. Johnny
0: isn't the only one, Lieutenant. Why, there's, there's kids in this town not old enough to raise a mustache that, that make more in a week than I make in a. Oh, you tricksy! Now what's the matter?
1: Something's up, Tim.
0: Huh? He's got a feeling. Uh- Good grief. You're right, Lieutenant. Something is in the wind. Yeah. Here she comes. Yeah. Turn out, you laggards.
1: All right. Come on, Staples. Come on, Thomas. In your places. He District 12. Down by the river, boys. Get over there. And the wind is off the river. That's right. Going steady right into town. Up there. Steady, Thomas. Come on. Trixie. Trixie, get out front, girl. Clear the street. Come on, Staples. Come on, Tim. Uncle that harness. Come all right, all ready, sir. All aboard! Let's yep. roll.
2: go! Yo! Fail the track! Here comes Old 3-1! As old 3-1's, with Tim Collins handling the reins and Lieutenant Cody clanging the bell, races toward District 12 on the waterfront, the town fire marshal, proprietor of the Union House, runs from behind the desk in the lobby. Johnny! Johnny Baker! Fetch my helmet. Follow me. From the front porch of his hotel, he sees old three ones rolling past with the truck wheels in the groove of the horse car tracks for greater speed. And the marshal calls...
0: Cody! Lieutenant Cody! Where's the fire? Oh, Johnny Baker, run over to the church on the square. Tell them fire on the waterfront and the wind's behind it blowing this way. General alarm! Then fetch my white helmet. I'll be down in District 12.
2: And at this very moment, as Trudy and Jimmy Collins sit wide-eyed on the edge of their chairs in the office of Chief Cody, their old friend interrupts his story of long ago to remind them...
1: Now, you kids, Jimmy, Trudy, remember that in those days, the fire department couldn't always knock a fire down before it had time to spread. Back when my dad was Lieutenant Cody and your own grandfather was his driver, young Tim Collins he was on hook and ladder three ones, well, almost any fire might turn out to be a city-wide conflagration. So, oh, the marshal always turned out. And this time, as he reached the waterfront, he saw. Hey, come on, let's get
0: Watch yourself, Marshal. We've got to move back. All that whole block of buildings is ablaze. Where did it start, Collins? In Rafferty's coal pit, Marshal. A hundred tons of hay went up like paper. Now it's into the downfield. Well, we'll try to save the harness, my great. Hey, you engine men. Turn that water on the harness factory. Let the lumber yard go. Marshal Baker. Here, Lieutenant Cody. We've got to pull back, Marshal. We've
1: got to pull back, or we lose half our equipment. We
0: can't pull back. What are you talking about? Look
1: there, Marshal. Two blocks away. It's just ahead of us. That murderous wind. The wind is throwing great chunks of flame into those rooftops, Marshal. The fire's racing ahead of us, but three at time.
2: At this point, with the fire marshal in charge, issuing orders to his men to get ahead of the raging fire that threatens to consume the city, we leave Chief Cody and his story of the big fire of long ago. But we won't miss a word, because you'll share this thrilling adventure when you hear our next true-to-life episode of The (laughs) Firefighters. And now in just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell all of you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own hometown. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade.
1: Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is your friend, Chief Cody, with a word about those hand fire extinguishers we mentioned. The soda acid type is very common, the kind that contains water in which bicarbonate of soda is dissolved. You turn it over, and acid mixes with the soda to form gas, which forces out a stream of water that lasts about a minute. Now, soda acid extinguishers are good for stopping small fires in ordinary materials like wood or paper. And remember, a hand
2: extinguisher is good protection for your home. That's all for now. You'll be hearing from me soon. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station... The next time you hear... Writers is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.